Welcome to Securing Digitalization, the Siemens Cybersecurity Podcast. Our hosts, Natalia Oropesa and Mirko Ross. Hello to another episode of Securing Digitalization. And today's topic is about cybercrime and ransomware. And I have the pleasure to introduce my co-host, the Chief Cybersecurity Officer at Siemens, Natalia Oropesa. A pleasure, like always, with the wonderful Mirko Ross. So, wow, Natalia, ransomware. I think it's a hot topic. I think there is no week we don't see any ransomware attack uh, ongoing. Which has been the most impressive ransomware attack of the past days, weeks for you? Well, the most painful experience I have is uh, I got is uh, to read in the newspapers about the ransomware attacks against hospitals. And they are hospitals all over the place. Germany, Spain, Czech Republic, US. So all over the place, the attackers are using the current situation of hospitals being distracted in taking care of the cases of COVID and then attacking them with ransomware and asking them for money, well, knowing that they will have big pressure in paying the ransom because only in that way they can keep operations going. So I think that's that's painful, Mirko. Yeah, and you said one key word, which is like there must be a big pain in, in case of ransomware. And to me, the most impressive was the last day we have seen in Finland that a healthcare provider is under ransomware attack and he's providing data and services for mental health treatment. And the attackers are now publishing the data of the mental health records of patients to increase the pressure for the ransomware and this is unbelievable painful unbelievable painful it has to be clear we are dealing with criminals yeah right i mean that that's that's the way it is we are really we are dealing with criminals and they are looking for money yeah yeah this is the case it's all about money I mean, this is a big multi-billion industry we are now seeing and, and it has rised with COVID as well because uh, I think the companies have increased their attack vector and now um, it's maybe more successful for the ransomware gangs to get into the systems. I agree with that. It's painful. So um, we've talked about healthcare industry. Okay, now let's turn a little bit to the classical industry as well. And we've seen as well a lot of ransomware attacks on classical industries. Um, I had a talk with um, Stefan Stang from uh, Siemens Digital Industries, and he's responsible for products there. And I have asked him just simple about uh, ransomware attacks and um, what is his view on how you need to take action and how you can win uh, the battle against ransomware from his perspective. Phishing attacks, uh, unpatched systems and weak passwords are by our experience indeed the most common entry points for a successful ransom attack. And the following three points um, are we addressed from, from our point of view. Employee training to avoid phishing attacks hardened and patched systems at the internet edge, at least, use of strong authentication methods and especially avoid uh, weak passwords. And you know what, Mirko? 
I can say from my experience, and I think as chief cybersecurity officer, I have seen a lot of cases, ransomware cases as well, that in every case, those attacks could have been prevented. And they could have been prevented just by following the basic security measures like complex credentials, complex passwords, and updated software, meaning execution, they needed patches on the different clients and servers. So that's the most most painful of everything. I haven't seen one single one where the attacker had used a complex vulnerability to do this kind of attacks. Yeah. So, and to me, it's something like, I mean, they're cyber criminals. So, and as a criminal, you don't want to spend too much energy on ransom someone. You need easy victims. So what I can say as well for industrial companies I know who had been under ransomware attack, it was always rather obvious security vulnerabilities they were using. It's like, like, let me share something with you. Last year, my house was broken um, and uh, it, my house is in a street, a closed street with other houses. And I was wondering and asking the police, why, why my house? I mean, there are others here, even bigger than mine. Why is it? And they told me, well, you, you just have to look around and see that your neighbors have some cameras, which means they have some alarm systems and they have some protections for the windows that you don't have. And obviously, uh, those criminals are looking for the opportunity to go in quick and get money quick. And those that was the case. They took all my, my good jewelry uh, from my grandmother. Oh, that was as well painful, as painful as a ransomware attack. Mm-hmm. But this is this is the opportunity. I mean, at the end of the day, they are criminals. They will do the same. Yeah, exactly. It's, it must be a you. You must be an easy victim, I think, for them. And in terms, I like what you said with your house. In terms of ransomware, it will be a little bit different. It's then like you try to enter your house and it's locked. <laughs> exactly, it's locked, and then <laughs> you have to pay money to get the keys to reopen your house. Otherwise, you cannot get in. Exactly. And and, and of course, worse, you have everything you want inside of your house. <laughs> And it always happens on weekends. I believe so. They never took a Monday for doing a ransomware attack. It's it's always like take the weekends because they know the IT departments are almost out of service. Or the holidays. Yeah, or the holidays. It increases yes. the stress levels for the victims to find the right people and stuff like that. Um, and then what I've seen a lot is like that they have been already, let's say, for for weeks in the systems before. And many of them are just retrieving data. It's not only the ransomware tickets as well. They are stealing data. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And again, on, on the measures that we can do to prevent it, let me, let me tell you something that is also important. I mean, in case that we face a ransomware, it is also important that the industry have a way to recover as soon as possible. So... This word of disaster recovery is not a topic of the 80s. Uh, it's still very important. So every industry, and this is not only due to cyber attacks, is due to everything, but you have to know exactly and you have to have a good disaster recovery plan and know how can you recover it as fast as possible. Yeah, and like... Um, if ransom means your data will be encrypted, you can't use your own data anymore. 
if you have a good backup strategy where the backups are in certain compartments, which is not so easy for the for the attackers to break in the compartments and to steal the backups or to encrypt the backups, I think then you have a proper recovery strategy. Yeah, the same thing goes for, I mean, you can prevent fast and you can also recover fast if you have a plan. If you don't, and it's going to take a long time until you have recovered and you can read a lot of those cases as well in the press. Yeah. And I had uh, as well a talk with Stefan Stang about it. We were talking about, as we see that the attackers, I mean, they don't need to keep the rules. They can play play unfair and stuff like that. But what are the possibilities for companies to prevent or to recover? And uh, he is just giving us his view on this topic of counteractions. I think companies need to define their their strategies uh, in terms of prevention, limitation, detection, and implement them in an outstanding way by use uh, of state-of-the-art tools and continuous training for their employees and, and monitoring. The IEC 62443 uh, standard provides uh, a well set uh, of principles yeah, to achieve this goal. And also Siemens DI itself is protected by a holistic security concept based on this IEC 62443, yeah, which includes protection of IET infrastructure, continuous security process improvements, uh, incident handling and awareness training. And you know what, Mirko, I like his answer very much because he's talking in his first point about having a strategy. And this is this is exactly what, what I see is a lot of companies reacting to the pain of having an attack or maybe an audit. And they then they take some measures. In other words, they take some tactics, right? Uh, and they do things here and here and there. But companies really need to think about their cybersecurity strategy, which is, includes to be able to know what kind of risk do they have, what kind of critical assets do they have, what do they need to protect, and then derive from there what kind of capacities do they have, do they need, what kind of technology do they need, and so on and so forth. Having a proper strategy can save your life from the cybersecurity perspective is very, very important. And in terms of cyber crimes and cyber criminals, I think um, this is a general challenge for the whole industry, like large player enterprises like you, uh, but as well for the smaller medium enterprises. Because in terms of ransomware, we see everybody is affected. It has also hit the large ones, uh, not only the smaller medium enterprises. So it seems to be um, that we need to learn from pain <laughs> to get the right strategy. Yeah, probably not a nice way to learn, but uh, for sure, a way to learn. Yes, I agree. So um, if we come back to the questions like, what can we do in terms of prevention? So... I think it's like to have recovery plans. That's one to be prepared. And the other ones to keep your systems on a proper level. Yeah, the we, third one. We talk about yeah. this and we talk about complex credentials, meaning uh, proper passwords. And I think that will do 85% of the times. Uh, the rest, of course, you have to do by investing in technology. We talk about how important it is to have a strategy to take 
and, and, and obviously you develop a strategy when you take a topic as priority. So take cybersecurity as a priority topic in your company. That is always my recommendation, my number one recommendation. But then it's a good message to the people out there. Don't learn from, don't learn with pain. It's too painful. If it takes you the standard cybersecurity implementation and measurement can prevent 85% of ransomware, then please to the audience out there, go ahead, implement because you don't want to be hit by that. It's too painful. It is. it is. And in some cases will kill your business. I mean, and that you can as well read in the press. So if you take six, eight weeks to recover, you stop production for six, eight weeks. I mean, you tell me that's the question back to you, owners of business and owners of productions facilities, if you can deal with eight weeks, uh, not having production. Yeah, I think it's it's an unbelievable business. And we have seen that Bitcoin is one of the major, let's say, assets uh, to be used as ransom money. I mean, nothing against Bitcoins. I have Bitcoins as well. Um, uh, this doesn't mean that you're a criminal if you're a Bitcoin owner, but it's used as cryptocurrency because there are some certain ways how you can do payments easily and can't track the payments. Um and bitcoins is always is always a, a point. I had one SME owner who was affected by ransomware, and he asked me, "Can't we tell that Bitcoin must be illegal?" <laughs> and I said, "I mean, they they had really stressed to get the bitcoins." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even how, how to explain how to get a bitcoin? I mean, then there's the ransomware and stuff like that. So, uh, Natalia, do you have bitcoins? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, Mirko, but maybe I should. <laughs> cool. Natalia, uh, thank you very much. And to everybody who likes the podcast, give us a rate and a comment. Thank you, Mirko. Securing Digitalization, the Siemens Cybersecurity Podcast. <laughs>